0: question is this how do we get two groups of people to come together those that are completely disengaged with what i call their personal physical health status and those people who are in love with their physical health status and doing something about it how do we bring them together so that everybody fits into the second category of falling in love with their physical health lowering their risk of disease and feeling amazing we're going to find out in today's episode of the new science of physical health. Hey everybody, welcome back here to episode number 136 of the Daily Drop from the new science of physical health. I hope you had a great day. I had just the best experience today that I had to share here on today's episode. Here's how it connects, it connects to today's guest. Let me explain. I um, For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, this will be new. For those of you who are not tuning in for the first time, this won't be so new. I um, have a goal inside our clinically validated health software on a daily basis to achieve 100 health impact points. And I gotta say, the 100 health impact points, because I'm not gonna go into it in too deep, is more valid in creating health adaptations inside the human body than any other biometric I've ever seen because of the science behind it. And that's what the new science of physical health is all about. Anyway, I needed to achieve 23 points today in order to maintain my goal of 100 on a rolling seven days. If you're brand new, you won't know what that means. Go back and listen to some of the episodes about our whole software. If you're a regular listener, you'll know exactly what that means. But nevertheless, my objective today, from a health perspective, was to achieve 100 points. And when I woke up, I needed to get to 23 points accumulated today. So, through both either planned or unplanned physical activity, it had to be 23 points. Well, it was raining all day. So, there was no unplanned physical activity. I wasn't outside here in Sydney. It was just, I was, um, I was locked away inside and, and mostly doing some work at the computer all day. And it got to what time was it? Got to about seven thirty. I go right. That's it. I'm doing some physical activity, and I made a decision to use to in today because it was raining the on demand fit group um, fitness classes that we have as a part of our book and our whole ecosystem that is inside the box for the experts' health blueprint. So I've done some classes there before. Today I chose a different class, and it's called body step, and it's it's like really simple class. There's no complexity to it. You need just one piece of equipment, of which I got, um, which is like a um like a uh, like a stepper um not a step up. It's like a that's the best way to describe it, so you can get a visual picture. Um, it's like basically a plank with two bricks on it. It's way more sophisticated than that. But think about two bricks on the floor with a plank on top. But it's made, it's molded out of plastic, and it's formulated so that it doesn't move, and so it's way better than that. But that's what it look That's that's the best thing. I, and it's about I don't know um, what is it about. You can make it like half a meter off the ground, twenty centimeters off the ground, and the higher you make it, the harder it is. Anyway, so I decide today for the first time to do this class called Body Step. Now, the way that you earn Health Impact Points. Is based on your heart rate pattern. And you can earn more points in a shorter space of time, which I was really keen to do, but you have to have a higher heart rate pattern that gets analyzed inside the clinically validated health software and then converts that into the health impact points. Well, lo and behold, I do this class and it was how long? Oh, this is what I calculated 28 minutes. I earned 23 health impact points. One of my best all-time efforts was like it was over in no time. I hit. I ended up actually hitting 102 points total for the day. My goal was only 100, to like to get to that baseline by acquiring 21 points, and I got 23 points. So I didn't need 23, I only need 21. Anyway, I did that, and I thought to myself, how simple was this class, but how demanding was it on my heart rate pattern and allowed me to accumulate health impact points really quickly in front of the television. So I I opened up the app, the on-demand physical activity health software app, and then I cast it onto the television. It's one of the best, and it's just a a great class. Like, I was authentically impressed. So here's what I decided to do after doing that class. A number of months ago, I got the opportunity. So so the, the group fitness classes we have are called Les Mills Fitness, they are a worldwide organization. I think they're in maybe 170 countries, 20,000 full-service health clubs, and there's over like 250,000 people all around the world that are a member of the, on, the on-demand physical activity platform. Just absolutely amazing. And especially, obviously, in COVID times, it took off around the world. But it's so good. Like, it's authentically great. Well, the, the, the thing is about this platform, it is, it commenced in New Zealand, but the expansion of it out of New Zealand, across Australia, Asia Pacific, and around the world, from USA to Italy to France to all the countries of the world, was generated predominantly by one man. Now, it so happens that that one man was a, a, a person that I have not, i seen him, I met him when I was 19, I did not, and I, I worked for him in a in the fitness industry while I was earning my degree from 19 to 22 maybe, yeah, am 19 to 22 years of age, so three years, and I never saw him again until I was about 45. That's a big gap. Well then this year, at 55 years of age, I contacted him again, And I got the opportunity, I was granted the opportunity, because this is a multi, multi, multi-million dollar company. And I was granted the opportunity to sit down with him and share an interview. Well, out of that, I formulated a brand new mini-series, which is available exclusively. And what I decided to do after today's experience, I had such a good experience, I thought I'd spend a couple of episodes sharing with you because it's a three-part miniseries or even a four-part miniseries that goes for about three hours. So it's broken up into sections. I'm going to give you a fir- the first part or a part of episode one of the miniseries. And then tomorrow I'll follow up with the same episode one, but it's going to go too long, so we'll break it off. So what I'm going to transition now, you're going to hear me give some background story t- about this person and about how i got to know him and about how it all came about that i started working with him and why i wanted to contact him for now for the new science of physical health and then you're going to hear the beginnings of how he invented the les mills on the worldwide in place in place i mean in in club like in face-to-face group fitness classes which are just sensational really like I'm not just saying that because I mean I don't really I haven't kept up with this person who who Bill Robertson, his name is and so I don't owe him anything. It's authentically unbelievable, like it is phenomenal. So let me transition. You'll hear the background, then you're going to hear Bill come in towards the back end of this. Then I'll wrap it up and say goodbye. And I can't wait for you to get into the next part of this interview from the mini series, which is available exclusively through my uh, one of my platforms. And um you'll get the flavor of why I'm so authentic about encouraging other people to use this platform through us we've got a special arrangement with them, which I'm really ex- thrilled about but it's it's a it's inside our platform this the on demand group physical activity classes have been built inside our platform all right, transitioning now backstory then Bill Robinson the owner. And then more about this, more on this episode, this interview from episode one of the miniseries tomorrow. Back shortly. Major health influencer. That's my label. I call him a major health influencer because that's really what he is. But he's not just done it here in Australia. He's done it worldwide. So let's talk about the backstory, and then we'll do. Then we'll bring you the first part of the interview. I grew up in, in an idyllic setting in a small country town of Australia of just under 4,000 people. The main industry in that country town, and still is today, is dairy farming. The name of the town is called Bega, B-E-G-A. So if you're not from Australia and you're not familiar with it, you won't know that it has one of the most successful dairy product product companies in Australian history. This tiny country town and the vision of a few specific people gave rise to a product and a group of products called Bega Cheese. Beaker Cheese has is a company that has revenues of close to two billion dollars. Now in my lifetime, I've never heard of a small country town producing such a success story in the business world. So I grew up in this country town loving sport and now reflecting back on it, all these years later, now that I'm 55 years old at the time of this recording, one of the best up it was one of the best upbringings A child could hope to have. It was just fantastic. Long Sunday afternoons, hanging out with my friends, going down the river, going to the local football games and being on the sideline as a ball boy and hanging out with my friends at the local high school where you knew everyone in the whole town. By the time I reached the 10th grade, I knew I wanted to be a health and physical education teacher because of the love of sport that I had. And I wanted to do that for the rest of my life. I didn't want to do a real job. Well, I didn't call it a real job. It is, but I didn't call it that at the time because I just wanted to play sport. So I left my country town to go go to university in our nation's capital, a place called Canberra. Now, it has close to a million people now, and it's significantly larger than my tiny country town. So I arrived in university at 19 years of age. I immediately figured out I needed a job in order to help sustain and pay for university. Now, I can't quite remember how, But I made an application to work in a fitness complex that was very close to what is called Parliament House in Australia. Now, I'm not sure what country you come from, but if you've seen lots of movies where they have the American Building of Congress near um, the White House, that's where this health club was that was located very near to. It was located to Australia's version of the US Congress. The owner of that health club was a man named Bill Robinson. Robertson, not Robinson, but Robertson, Robertson. So, sorry, Bill, he had a very successful gymnasium, so weights and, and uh, weight training and uh, group fitness circuit training. You uh, um, also had group fitness classes. In those days, we called it aerobics, but now we call it group exercise, and a swim school, really successful swim school, all rolled into one in the one complex, the One Health Club complex. In fact, it was so successful. He was so successful as a swimming coach. He was given the award of Australian Swim Coach of the Year and he trained Olympic athletes. Now, it was I it was I was working for him and 3 years later, when I was 22 years old, that was when the foundations of health secrets, and the new science of physical health, this new platform I created, had its beginnings, a platform to create deep knowledge deep engagement so here is what i mean and how it links to my short version of my backstory now in order to set up this correctly i'm going to give you 60 seconds of a dvd that i created a few years ago the title of that dvd series was called discover the beat of your healthy heart once you listen to the next 60 seconds from that dvd you'll understand how obsessed i am with the new science of physical health and why so let me transition to that and i'll be back in just a moment November the 1st of 1989, I took a phone call from my mother. And these are the three words she said, love, dad's die. It changed my world. He had a sudden heart attack and it was massive. The doctors later told my mother he passed away before he hit the ground. He was just 47 years old. There is a song by a musician called Jimmy Ruffin. It's called What Becomes of the Broken Hearted? Let's listen to the chorus and the words go, what becomes of the brokenhearted? Who's had love that's now departed? I know I've got to find some kind of peace of mind, maybe. The purpose of this DVD learning series is to develop some peace of mind from our number one killer. One person every 10 minutes of every day in this country dies of a cardiovascular event. Most like my father, premature. Peace of mind for my family and peace of mind for your family. If I can help you to discover the beat of your healthy heart and you avoid a cardiac event. This will give me peace of mind. So, I was 22 years old when my father died from a sudden and massive heart attack. Here's what I don't explain in the DVD clip. When I took that phone call from my mother on November the 1st, 1989 at 3.30pm, I was at work in the health club owned by Bill Robertson. In the gymnasium where I worked, Downstairs, there was a room used for fitness testing. I was told by reception there was a phone call from my mother. And I remember back in those days, not I remember, everyone remembers, back in 1989, there were no mobile phones back then. So I had to walk down to the fitness testing rooms, about four or five steps to get down there, and pick up the phone as reception patched me through. My mother was on the end of the phone, and that's when she said those three words. Love, Dad's died. I used to think he was 47 years old, but I recently recalculated the year he was born. And the year he died, he was about to turn 47 years old, but he was still only 46 when it happened. As I said, I was just 22 years old when he passed away. There is no question that my father's cardiovascular event dramatically altered the course of my life. About six months later, after that happened, an opportunity came up, and it was a very traumatic time. An opportunity came up for me to leave the fitness complex that I had worked at throughout university where I'd earned my degree in health, physical education, and sports science. And the opportunity was to go and work for the National Heart Foundation of Australia. You might have a similar organisation in the country you live in, what called a heart association, if you don't live in Australia. I was given that opportunity, and I took it for obvious reasons. From then on, I started to develop an interest in physical health outcomes more than just being involved in sports and teaching sports as a physical education teacher. As I've already stated, physical education in schools on a worldwide basis are focused on sport and sports skills, not health outcomes. When my wife and I had our first and only child in our mid-forties, I started to develop an obsession with physical health outcomes that was even deeper, and finding ways to begin to learn to teach people and get deep engagement so that they would lower their risk of the number one and number two causes of sickness and death worldwide. Now, children's physical activity, that's for another episode. I don't want to talk about that here. But the number one cause of sickness and death, cardiovascular disease, is where about 18 million people will die this year of a cardiovascular event and about another 18 million people will have a cardiovascular event and survive temporarily. What we know from medical science and research and the way that these diseases develop, approximately 80% of those are preventable, meaning they happen because of the way that we live. Now, sidebar. I'll just explain a sidebar here. I put sidebars into my audio episodes, and I've got some in this mini-series. And if you've listened to any of my other series, you'll know that. Sidebar is, remember, ever seen on a movie where a lawyer, male or female lawyer, walks up to the judge and says, Your Honor, can I have a sidebar please? And they want to stop doing what they're doing in the court case and ask the judge something. Now, I don't know how the law works, but I've seen it on television. So I'm going to have some sidebars throughout this particular mini series, which is a very small section, which is off topic. So here's my sidebar. First one. Most people think of cardiovascular event as a heart attack or a stroke. And whilst these two qualify in that category, there are many more diseases that make up cardiovascular disease. And I won't be deep diving into the definition of cardiovascular disease, which is the leading cause of sickness and death worldwide, any further in this episode. I do that both in my book, Health Secrets, The New Science of Physical Health, and a whole lot of other opportunities for people to get some resources from me that are both free and some that are paid. The second leading cause of sickness and death worldwide are cancer events. There's about 8.2 million people this year who will die of a cancer event and about another 8.2 million who will have a cancer event and survive, again, temporarily. So the person you're about to meet in this mini-series and the sections of the interview that I'll present to you, Bill Robertson and his current company called Les Mills Fitness, Les Mills Fitness Classes or Group Fitness Classes. He has influenced with that company millions of more people to become physically healthy, and they have a position statement. Actually, I don't think I asked Bill who came up with this idea. It may have been him. I can't remember the whole uh, part of the interview, but we did talk about it. And here's their position statement that goes with Les Mills. Make the world a fitter planet. Everybody, going to end The episode just there, I thought we would get to you hearing Bill Robinson in this episode, but if I I calculated it out once we were in the editing um, studio here, that that would bring us up to about 30 minutes before I got to the end of a really good section of Bill talking in the introduction there. So here's what we're going to do. Tomorrow, we're going to pick the episode up directly from where we just finished off, Make the World a Fitter Planet then there's a little bit more of me and then Bill is coming on and you're going to hear from the person I call the world's number one fitness influencer it's just in. wait to hear the story of how this developed all the back stuff and you know what it was that inspired this man to um, you know make the world a fitter planet like this is this is one of the best there's no question about it alright so tomorrow's episode we'll pick it up from there Hear a little fraction more of me, and then we're gonna get into you meeting for the first time. Bill Robertson, this person who helped change the world, uh, in terms of physical access to physical activity classes that are really just beautifully designed. To, and as I experienced today, this new one I did, it's new for me, body step. I loved it, like just loved it. Literally fantastic. All right, everybody. Can't wait for you to share with you tomorrow the second part of this first episode one in the series. Bye for now.